Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. I've heard it so many times. Couldn't tell you. I can only remember the old one. Dun, 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 You've dun, changed dun, it. Dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. John, John Thorne's written this new one. Yeah. Has he? Yeah, he, it's an original composition. Mm, it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. I just can't remember it. I've I don't, I don't know. The Silver I Fox. Lager. Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. Ca- very catchy then. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well done, John. How does it go? It's a bit like... It's a take on take five. Yeah. Dave Brubeck. But it sounds a little bit like that. Well, I'll just put it in here. Yeah, yeah. Great. Cool. Scumbags, this is the Scummy Mummies podcast with your hosts Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Jazz. <laughs> All right, should we do this fucking thing? Yeah. Do you know what, listener? It is. It's like twelve thirty at night. AM. Uh, what a night! You're in Norfolk. <laughs> at I'll night. Ruin at it. night. Anyway, okay. I'll let. Let me start introduce up. it properly. All right. Come okay. On. Ready? Ready? Good. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thor. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And today we are joined by Stephen Hill. Hello, Stephen. For the 17th time <laughs> on the Whoa. Johnny Carson Show. We are on tour. We haven't, I don't think we've recorded a podcast on tour for a very long time. We're in the lovely city of Norwich and we've done three sellout shows, uh, listener. Anyway, what we thought we'd do in this podcast, listener, is do a midlife crisis special because we were talking over breakfast about all the ridiculous things we've been doing. Steve now has long hair. I've got tattoos. Ellie has bought a very... <laughs> very nice car. Very... I need to build up to it. To yes. It feels like coming out. I'm not ready to say what it is yet. Go yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, we thought we would reflect on all these big uh, mid-40s uh, occurrences mm. and uh, maybe you'll connect with it. Listen, and we're maybe... better to... Re- can we just set the scene? We're better to reflect on them than in... What? The, the world's uh, sorry not the world's England's oldest hotel it, we are in England's oldest hotel and in you Norwich. can fucking tell and it's it's very there's a lot of patterns isn't there there are lots there's, there's no nothing matches absolutely no. there is there's at least as many uh, patterns I mean, that, that wallpaper is deer <laughs> it's he's literally eating deer. a tree yeah it's, yeah it's it's a funny it's a bit murder have you seen The Shining it's a bit like imagine Cluedo. an English version of The Shining in, yeah in I Norfolk. think imagine 
the Cluedo mansion, but if changing rooms had had a go at it, mm, in the mm. period when changing rooms was, it's like Carol Smiley had come in with Lawrence de Mellon Bowen, speaking of which... He's here tonight. He's saying, Look at your hair, Steve, it's lustrous. It's Listen, incredible, isn't it? It is incredible. So, so uh, let's just launch into why we're all having a midlife crisis. Let's, let's hmm. start with you. As the guest, you can go first. So, Steve, I've known you for... Too what? long. Yeah you know nearly 10 years and in that time you've always had a short cropped hairdo and now it's gone quite it's gone quite long and lustrous well uh, as i'm sure that your listeners are aware there was a period when businesses were closed <laughs> i could not get my hair cut yes my hair grew and keep kept there, growing and growing it just still it comes you had, you had scissors in your house yes oh you can't start fucking butchering yourself though can you yeah, many people, what about many people did. Where did you align? Amateur dentistry? <laughs> so, I know a friend of mine did some self-surgery on his ingrown toenail. Oh, Absolute no. fucking mess. No, no, no. But it's so lustrous, and it's, long, it's, it's longer than beautiful. Helen and my hair's put together now. I don't know why I, I ever had it short. It was Sean by Delilah. <laughs> she sat me with my strength. And, but, I mean, the, the trademark hell look when I had a life is, yeah. is, is the long hair. Wow. When I was happy. <laughs> I mean, um, has it given you more confidence? Has it given you more, you it's know? It's like a fucking match of the day. That's <laughs> it. You take some momentum forward from your haircut, take some confidence into the next game. But you've also... Um, no, it's just a pain in the arse. I can't fucking see. You have to wash it more. Put it in a hair, hair bubble, you know, like put, tie it back. I do occasionally tie it back, but you look like a real fucking 90s marketing executive. Would you right. rather not, or you just don't want to wear a, a bandana just to secure it back? I do have a bandana. You for, do? Just for running occasionally. Oh. Like well, a it's like, it's, it's a multi-purpose neckerchief bandana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you've lost Gang. some weight. You've lost some lost weight. Lost a bit of weight, yeah. Just ate uh, less food. Oh, yeah. Talk us through that. Well, I mean, I, in my next book, uh, How to Not Be a Fat Cunt, <laughs> <laughs> just just eat less food. Is that it? That's have, it. Have the odd trot round, yeah. Yeah, a trot move, round that, and you've move. done this couch to five. So this is part yeah. of his like crisis, isn't it? You like shit. I'm a bit fat and a bit slow. Let's 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 sort that Maybe. out. Maybe I just heard that. Um, I think we do this on the previous podcast. It doesn't matter. Happy Christmas, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't, didn't everybody do a couch to 5K during lockdown? No. I did, just because, oh, you know, I just wanted to be more healthy. But mm. it went... Well, Less liable to die. I don't know, because I was a fat cunt, and why, why not try not to be a fat cunt? Excellent. <laughs> it's not yeah. a, I don't consider that a crisis as such. Well, maybe you do, do realise that you, you are slightly unhealthy and will die. Crisis implies you do wake up one day and do something mm. nuts, don't you? Whereas yeah. I think I don't know. My, my hair-wise, hair I just did nothing. Expanded over months. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, um, what's interesting is that we all have boys born, I think, within about six weeks of each other, mm. and they're all going to high school. So this is that's this a big is, thing. Yeah, this, this yeah. is another big thing where we're where it's a process of letting go. Stupid. They're still. I, we still go to the same playground and dick about on the same slides. And yeah. They seem like stupid, tiny idiots. And they've got to go <laughs> to they, high school in the three big months' school time. With, yeah. with the glue sniffers and the... Sn- yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The real fucking shit is going to hit the fan. Um, yeah, that's mm. a big thing. Yeah, I feel, I feel slightly terrified about that. Can we... Let's talk about something jolly. Um, how much do you think about death? <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Yeah, like uh, my heart. I can feel my heart now, a stabbing pain in my heart just as soon as you said it. And is that a recent... Thing since well, since I had uh, the coronavirus, I've been convinced I'm dying about every 20 minutes. Really? Oh, more or less. Well, only when I'm know. awake. What about at night time? I just have nightmares about it. <laughs> 
And is, it, is there a particular way that you think you're going to do yeah, it? Yeah, I'm thinking of having a heart attack, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. Fair because enough. It, does, it does fuck up your heart as I keep reading. And then when my close personal friend Shane Warne died... Oh, I'm very sorry about that. That sent me into a spiral. No one has had a bad word to say against him. He's he's a a lovely... What a fucking guy. Yeah, he died of a heart attack, like my age, younger than me. Mm. So I did eventually go to the doctor and they went, your heart's fine, your oxygen's fine, just fucking relax, you prick. But what if she's lying and what if she's not a real doctor? (laughs) That is, I I think... Makes you think. It makes you think. I like your approach to life. That makes a lot of sense. And the NHS is full of people pretending to be doctors. Could happen. What if she's a crisis actor who's sent along just to fuck me up? Well... You didn't think about that, did you? (laughs) What have you been With your mainstream media... (laughs) <laughs> your mainstream podcast that's very good so so you've you've grown your hair you've thought a bit more about death you're running <laughs> and you're slightly less fat well done and you bought yourself some new jeans because we paid you that's very good <laughs> the only reason I agree to this tour from death to, to, <laughs> yeah, to death to cut the, heart jeans it's a very heavy denim just going into summer I think I've very never nice. seen you in any other this is the first time I've seen you in different clothes very smart. Well, we have discussed my micro wardrobe before. Micro Cap- wardrobe. Capsule. Capsule, capsule wardrobe. And you had, you had a... Well, a, my a previous mic- jeans became too big. Very, very good. 80 quid from Supra and Kenzo Rice. That's Supra. They're not big <laughs> Jackie and Dylan, they run a good shop. Oh, well, that's a credit to the Supra brand. It is. Then. I'd have preferred a zip to the, the button, but... I like a button fly, though. I think it looks quite handsome. I can't quite do the, the, uh, the second one up I'm struggling with. So death, big thing for Steve, obviously, Helen. <laughs> yes. I, I, I think about death now that I'm more happier, I think. Do I, you? Yeah, 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 definitely. And also... <clears throat> how, well, how, does that, how, do you, how do you mean? What? Well, um, well, in the last year, I've had a big radical health uh, shake-up. I had, I had some pretty full-on test results about a year <laughs> ago. <laughs> No, I'll get to that. I, that was no. I had I had blood. There's t- more. Fucking blood t- I had blood tests that basically said I had no immune system. I had no vitamin D and all sorts of stuff. I was heading towards heart disease and diabetes, basically. And I was Jesus. Uh, yeah, because my dad's had five heart attacks and my mum's got type two diabetes, and so it wasn't you know I wasn't in great shape and I was quite overweight. Um, so I, I decided that I should do something about that. I feel better already. I know, but this this is the, the general sort of service that I give out as I make people feel better about myself Usually five heart attacks yeah father father said five heart attacks and they must just ignore him by now yeah get over it oh, go on have some paracetamol uh, so, so that's been good but I, I'm generally looking forward to the future so I'm not really that worried about death unless I'm on a plane and then I think about death every yeah, that's okay, three to four seconds any any sort of that slight never, variation never, well there's a crash yesterday in China oh don't you tell never me guess. that no survivors no, <laughs> really. Well, the headline was, you know, looking for survivors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking good luck with that. No, no. <laughs> There's his head. No, and and we've talked about it on the podcast um, recently with the Julia Samuel podcast about, you know, we know we have a finite time. We don't know how long we've got, but we we do mm. have a finite time about what to do. And I'm generally quite optimistic now. Now that I've got through the, I've broken the back of the divorce. It's over two years now, so now I'm just kind of. Are you divorced. Oh, I've kept it quiet. Kept that very quiet, actually. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying not to. But I'm thinking about my parents' death more than anything else. Yeah, well, mm. that's next. Yeah, that, well, that's I mean, that's that. the general order. You, you, yeah, exactly. You hope that's next rather than yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and all those sort of things. But yeah, I'm, I'm very happy at the moment, and I don't know whether that's whether I've worked through. Why are you crying? <laughs> But yes, I've I've done the, all the classic things. I've had a had um, you know tattoos. I've taken up ridiculous exercise. I've 
had sex with people I probably shouldn't have, all the things, drunk too much booze, and now, oh yes, and now I'm trying to quit smoking, uh, semi-unsuccessfully. <laughs> we, we saw you yep. trying to put a cigarette <laughs> into a vape machine and burning the filter and yes. sucking on the wrong end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a form of trying. Well, I thought it was a vape, and then it turns out it was an e-cigarette, and then it turns out I couldn't, I sucked it the wrong way, and then I that's put the filter. That's what she said. And then I put the filter in the wrong way, so that's very good. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm generally failing at trying to quit I smoking. we got cancer watching you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we discovered it wasn't actually a vape. We said that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just full of tobacco, which was um, <laughs> fucking moronic. But anyway, that's... That's the word I was looking for. But I... See, I wonder... I don't know. See what you think. Maybe, maybe this is wrong. I feel like you maybe haven't had a midlife crisis because you're... you're so you were you know married and kids and all that and you had all the house and all the thing and then that was blown apart through no choice of your own. Or yeah. It wasn't you who had the midlife crisis. Mm. Um, and it feels like you're sort of living through some of the stuff you're living through. I, I see that I remember going through my 20s. Like it feels yeah. like you're almost having... Not, it's a more of a redefinition. Yeah. previous husband. Yes, my first, husband, my first husband. husband. When you were like 20. Yeah. And then that was 22 years. Mm. I don't know. It, I'm doing a bit of catch up really about who I am and what I am. And defining myself as a, a single person or just a person really. Not always there to please someone else and that's that's something I've had to do in the last I think I'm doing in the last year is about trying to choose things that are just for me you're very good at it I've learned I've, I've, I've learned lots from you really about just saying no and that's a very mm. good thing that's a Grange Hill thing obviously <laughs> that's my catchphrase no <laughs> just say no, no. just say no yeah exactly no we're not doing that and that's good but also not saying um, I mean, this is the same thing. Not saying yes to too many things and knowing your limitations and not feeling like you have to do everything now. Mm. So that, that in a way is about not thinking about death because I think there's an urgency. You've got to do everything if it's in front of you. Um, but now I'm like, oh, no, I have time. It's mm. all right. And also, if I don't do it, it's okay. You know, um, but um, yeah, so I, I feel like I'm slowing down a bit, but in a very, very good way. Mm. don't know. But I'm having a yeah. I'm still making lots of mistakes though. But I'm I'm okay with making mistakes, and I don't even mind criticism. Well, you ordered that pilo rice tonight. You didn't eat. I didn't eat the rice. No, I know that was an error. Big I, I, just, I didn't need that rice, and I didn't want no. But then I. But that's my people pleasing. Read tendency. it. I ate it. You do, you had a couple of scoops. Yeah. Otherwise, it just seems pointless. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. They probably would serve it to someone else. Uh, but yeah, but that's that's where I'm at. But Ellie Gibson, you you you're very good, and you're always reading like self help books, and I'm always quite um, uh, impressed by you going. Oh, well, I've read this book about this thing, and and it feels like you're always trying to improve yourself somehow. Um, yeah, I think I feel it's part of my nature, and 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 by self help books is I I like I like as you know I like things based in science mm-hmm. and fact yes. and stats. Yeah. So um, yeah, like, you're not you're not into your woo woo as such. A little bit, but not not like a scientific woo woo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like a science based woo woo mainly. Woo woo um, <laughs> is like a generic term for you know like candles and crystals and and oh, um, smelly yeah. horse shit is that it? no yeah. that gives some people yeah. some comfort um, and hope yeah idiots and I like a bit that. I, like, I like a lot of I've read Eckhart Tolle a lot and I like all that sort of I like that stuff as well but I like yeah I'm into like you like right. you like someone so, in a white coat telling you what to do yeah yeah but I I do think about death a lot and I do I do have a little you know a bit of um well because but really because I am happy I do like my you don't want it now. you don't want it to end I yeah. don't want it to end yeah, no, yeah, yeah. and I don't want it 
to get shit and I don't you know mm-hmm. in terms of my body I worry about all that and how yeah. physically I'm going to be you know I've got a dodgy knee I mean that's the first sign that's it probably only about five it's years it's a slippery ago. slope from there Ellie <laughs> absolutely that's it um, so I'm interested in how we manage this thing now of right well we're halfway through and then mm. like you're saying how do you manage that balance between there's all this stuff I want to do it's a managed but also decline. I really just want to lie down and yeah. have a rest yeah. yeah see my kids and hang out with them but also a break and also all the stuff how do we mm. do it all yeah and one of the things i have has been very helpful is i've been um like because rec- i know you've been doing like gratitude journals and things is about recording how i feel after i do things like how do i feel after i have certain food or how do i feel after exercise or how do i feel like the other day i had corona for 10 days i went to bed really early and ate really well I felt fucking high. I felt mm. really good. And it's a weird thing that to be having that time in the house. I mean, you, you how long did you spend inside? About four years, I think, was it? I've been housebound for about 35 years. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, does that make you really happy? No, I just scared to go out. Okay, fair enough. So I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And, um, and I thought, oh, I need to do this probably every three months, just have like a week inside, just stopping. And then I was like, oh, I can feel... I feel kind of recharged by that. But before I'd be like, oh, I've got it. And especially when I have two days off a week when my kids aren't there, I'm like, oh, I have to have all the sex and do all the exercise and all that sort of stuff. And when I've just had days where I've just been quiet and just got through a few jobs, I've actually felt better for it than being overly busy. And that's been a real tip in what I've... Sounds very fucking worthy, doesn't it, listener? But it, you know. I'm amazed you have to be told that that's the thing. (laughs) Have you not not worked that out yet? I had not. I had not. But also, that's it. You're allowed to sit on your ass and just enjoy this minuscule time on this dying. Yeah, but I think I've caught to this point where, you know, you've got your phone and you've got all these notifications and you're always like wanting to respond to things. And sometimes I look at my phone so I can respond to stuff. Like, just to sit in the quiet. And you haven't very loud as well. Yeah, I did too loud. Poor Ellie, when we, were, when we went on holiday together, I put my notification. I slept through them because I was snoring through loudly. <laughs> ping, <laughs> ping. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway. Yeah, I have all my notifications turned off and I find that mentally just much. I, just I know. I've d- I, who cares? What, I haven't, what I haven't, is it? I, I had, I had, I don't know why I had. Just look now. I, no. No, I, I usually how don't. How many likes? It. How many likes? How many? How many men? But that's who fucking a, cares? <laughs> We're all dead. Who who said that? Uh, Jamie likes me. Who's he? Jack match to continue the conversation. Oh, I'll, I'll check that um, in about seventeen minutes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> do you want us to stop? Do you want... No, no, it's fine. We're interrupting something. That's the, yeah, that's fine. But Ellie, so you you've had an injury, and you were saying recently about you changing. Uh, your exercise because you've joined a, you've joined a nice gym and you're you're doing yes. those sort of things. Yeah. So um, obviously we uh, ran the marathon last year. Don't yeah, like yeah. to talk about it. And then I was like determined. I was like, right, I'm not going to be one of these people who just does the marathon and then gives up running. But then the knee just wasn't getting any better, and then it started to get mm. worse. It was like you you were like, oh, I'm going to do the marathon, and I was like, brilliant, like great. But I was like, also, I just I know I can't do that, mm. and I feel weirdly all right with that like like really at peace because I remember being injured there was a point where I was injured before and I thought I couldn't do the marathon and I was really upset I was really fuck you know and and this time I've been like no that's all right I've done that 
and mm. I don't have to do it again. And actually, to be, to be honest, I don't want to do it again. And that's quite soothing. Yeah. <laughs> just like, so yeah, I'm doing other yoga and all that bullshit. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to build up strength. I'd like to run again, but I think I've just, I literally have had a conversation with myself and I've made peace with the fact I'm never going to do a long run again. And a physio said that to me as well. Even yeah, I mean, you I could do it, but then you may not walk again. Or yes. you, you really yes. fuck yourself up. The physio says to me, you've got one marathon. Before I did it, he said, you've got one marathon in you and after that I, would, I wouldn't do it again because yeah. you, you fuck yourself up. Mm. And even even then, I was like, "Yeah, but ah, oh, but but now I'm just like, no, that's that's what that is. Yeah, and maybe that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, and you you know, Stephen hasn't run a marathon. I'd never want to. No, exactly right, and that's okay. It's for fucking idiots. But you're doing it again. Well, the, yes, I am. I am. The first person who ever ran a marathon dropped dead at the end of it. It, I mean, that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> have, have a fucking look. Yeah, yeah, exactly take, it, right. take a hint. Yeah. You're and going I'm, again? Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm running it at this in um, As a rhino or a waiter? No, just as a, just as a very normal <laughs> lady. Or strange. Um, yeah, but I, I found a that... Normal just a normal lady. Just a normal lady. <laughs> Hello, I'm Helen, a normal lady from <laughs> Australia. You've all been no kind. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, just a normal lady. Uh, I'll be running. I'll be running for the charity Gingerbread, which is a single parents charity for normal ladies. Normal, for normal, normal ladies. ladies. Normal ladies. Yeah. All the normal ladies. All the normal ladies. All the normal ladies. Oh, we spit that in the show. Yeah. Hello, I'm normal. I did worry because I, I was like, oh, is this? You know, I was worried about your feelings because I know that you like running, and I thought, "Oh, is it bad?" And then I think in a face. I know that. I (laughs) know, and I don't like that. But then, but then you thought, "Do you know what? I don't care enough. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway." Because there might be cameras. Oh, and and that was hard. It was hard to kind of decide in the end. Can I do one? Yeah, you can. Uh, But would you be upset if I ran a marathon? I fucking give a fuck. Great. No, I I won't bother then. But yeah, but I, I think because, yeah, last year I really, really enjoyed doing the marathon. But I did do it at not not particularly fast, but I did it and, and, and I liked it. <laughs> Two and, now and a half I wanted, days. Yeah, <laughs> I completed it within the time. But yeah, I thought I, I would, and I do, I do really like. Do you remember I, we did that tough mudder and they sent, oh, they oh, sent a golf cart out oh with its lights on so to, slow. to clear the course? So slow. But look, if anyone's Complete thinking, darkness. now we're, we're talking about this midlife crisis. When I started doing 5Ks, the first one I did was about 55 minutes. And then I slimmed, slimmed it down to 47, then 42. <sighs> And then I remember my first fastest, fastest run was 37 minutes. And now I can do it in 29. But that's taken four years. Okay. But that seems a bit midlife no, crisis. No, you felt bad. Really? Yeah, I didn't want Why? to do it. Because I just thought, oh, I'm doing it by myself. Your thing. But also, because your knee was sore and I knew you couldn't do it. And then I was like, and also we'd said, oh, we're not going to do it. And then I then I changed my mind. And that's always allowed a bit... to do that. You've grown up. I know, I know. But I was like, oh... I said, all right. And then, um, yeah, because I so enjoyed doing the marathon uh, with you. Not that we ever ran together. But um, I liked that we were doing that mm. challenge together. And then, you know, sometimes that, that's a leap of faith when you go, oh, I'm going to do this um, thing by myself. So that was a that was a big thing. But I do really want to do it. And, I, and I, doing doing the marathon just for me. And also doing it for a charity that I really like, which is about single parents. It's just, you know, I don't mention yeah. it very Are you often. a single parent? No, wow. no I don't. I kept it very... Don't like to talk about it, but yeah. So that that was that. And oh yeah. well, no. Honestly, I I, that, I didn't know that. That's, that's all exclusive. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I just think no. Like it's that's not what it's about. It's just 
I'm doing my shit and you're doing your shit and it's yeah. all right yeah, yeah. for everybody to be interested in different shit and doing different shit and yeah, mm. it's fine. But I think as well, I think the last marathon for you was about just getting through it. Yeah. Whereas for me, it was about trying to do it fast and trying to do it as yeah. uh, hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, which is um, what I want to do this year. Yeah, so yeah. then, and yeah. So it's sort of, yeah. That was sort of like my practice marathon really, um, which sounds, again, like a complete toss-up, but I really, but I really enjoy it and I'm really enjoying going fast and, and, but so much in the last two years is about confronting things that I found very, very scary. And so, and now I feel like each little thing that I do has a broader impact on how I, yeah, like I didn't think I could lose weight and I didn't think I could run and I didn't think I can do all those stuff. And it turns out I can, not particularly well, but I can do it in a, in a way uh, which I thought I couldn't do. Um, so that's, that's pretty, pretty nice. Didn't think I could do a 29 year old either. And that was lovely. No. <laughs> Here tonight, <laughs> Giuseppe. I, I will say that I always knew you could do all those things. Yeah, but I never thought it was my business to tell you that. To yeah. be honest, yeah, 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 because you were happy being the weight you were. You were happy running yeah. the speed you were running. Yeah, and I really thought it was none of my business to say to you. No, but I think you can because, and I don't think that would have. I don't regret that actually. I've no, like that, and I don't think it would have been helpful to say those things. No, no, and and. There are people who have been in my life previously who would have done that, and then I would have I would have retreated. I would have gone into Michelle, and mm. but yeah, cause that's not motivating for me when someone says, yeah. And it's been nice to kind of discover it myself. And people can say, I told you so, but I don't. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I I yeah, I'm very 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 much looking forward to doing all these things this year, and I feel much more at peace. Like obviously, I've, you know, I've still got a dickhead. <laughs> ex-husband yeah bloody yeah. good bloke <laughs> useful on a campsite need a mallet Steve angle it into the ground oh my god oh. Well, I, want, I want to get to your car Ellie that's what I want to get to because yeah in the last six months I bought my own house uh, um, and so that, uh. that feels like a that's not a midlife crisis but it feels like a big thing being yeah. a 43 year old woman and only it's a great thing yeah. owning my own house by myself and well, that's a real thing Yes, I, I live in a wooden shed, uh, listeners. One match. You <laughs> exactly. You shouldn't be smoking, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. That's why I've got my electronic cigarette, which I've been smoking backwards. Yeah. Just been smoking the butts. No, I'm very, I'm very proud of you for getting your own house. And, and, mm. and we, you know, I never, when I was going, I didn't want to be a business owner or like have a company. No. When we met, we weren't like, and we'll start a limited company. And now yeah. here we are, and that's enabled you to buy your house. And I think that's yeah, brilliant. And it's enabled me to buy a car but that's <laughs> that's we're saying that mm-hmm. yeah I feel like my midlife crisis is I feel like it's manifested in a sort of weird way partly because of what happened to you obviously mm. because you you again your 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 sort of crisis was not precipitated by you it was by someone else's actions and it I'm only realizing now the ripple effect of that fully like in terms of how it, it has made me and Pete think a lot about our and talk a lot we talk yeah. a lot about our marriage and our relationship and there's many conversations where we've had where we've gone fucking hell like mm. you know if you're unhappy just say like yeah. just say don't go and do what was done to you don't go and make a huge fucking mess which then has to be unpicked and then kids are hurt and it's just like mm. just I'd rather you just fucking left um, yeah we've said that we have to sort of say that to each other I don't think that's a bad thing yeah I think I think that's hopefully healthy yeah um but it's made us... I mean, what I'm, what I'm saying is... 
Your divorce has been really good for our marriage. Thank oh. you so much. It's been great. I think it's been, I think it's been good for our business, to be honest. Career. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking a, sweet. Man. Absolutely it's fucking absolutely milked absolutely this misery. Superb uh, and, and I mean, Ellie and Peter, it's, it's ignited things. We're all in a better place than we were two and a half years ago. Let's be completely <laughs> I mean, we're honest. Not, we're not thanking my ex-husband for, for fucking someone else for four years. No, we're not, never. We're not, we're, not, we're not doing that. But, but also, you know, there's that metaphor about the bushfire, isn't there? Sometimes things need to be bought burnt down to get the green shoots mm. and that you you were renewed you didn't want the bushfire but actually yeah the benefit is that you yeah and when your bush was on fire yes. me, <laughs> me and Pete had to look at that and go shit is your can I just check is, is our bush on fire is it, is I it didn't something? start the fire but no I, I'm glad though And but also so many friends said as soon as I found out that your husband had an affair I sat my husband down and said mm. if there's anything yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to tell me and sometimes you need a bit of a flush out you do need a bit of a mm a shake-up because I think I I was in denial for many years about how happy what I was because I kept thinking about the other side instead of what I had and what was going on. I kept thinking, well, if I ended this marriage or if I was a bit miserable, oh, it would be too hard. I'd have to start again. I'd have to start. because I, I remember c- you saying to me, I, I've got no money. I've got yeah. no money to leave. I do yeah. remember a conversation like that. Yeah, and- I remember having a, a shouting match with my husband going, we're fucking miserable, but we can't afford to get divorced. And I'm sure there's people who mm. listening to this feel exactly the same way. And that that your the limitations of what you can put up with just have to extend. You're like, well, we've got the kids and we can just afford this and that. And, you know, it's not as easy as saying, I'll just leave him because mm. you can't. No. You, you, you financially can't do that. And that's, that's really scary. And I never, I hope I've never been too glib about you know divorce going it's the best thing that ever happened to me just do it because it's not as easy as that and I and I you know my marriage was probably dead for many 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 years obviously it was beforehand but I just thought there was enough but it wasn't enough when I think about it and so many people have said to me oh I wish I divorced earlier but you can't change the past you can't do mm. any of that sort of stuff but um but yeah now I, I do feel younger it's weird I feel yeah, I feel like I've been given an extra 10 years because I feel lighter and fitter and happier and stronger. And yeah, of course, I've got lots of <laughs> things I need to improve on myself. But if you don't think you've got things to improve on yourself, then that's a bit of a problem, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's that's where I'm at. And that's where we're with Pete now. We're like, well, we're, we're in this now and we are committed yeah. to it. Yeah. But, um, like I was saying earlier, again, because of what happened to you, the, the kids sometimes say to us now, well, are you and Daddy going to get divorced? Mm. And of course, there's part of me that wants to say, no, 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 we'll be together. But I can't say that. You can't promise that. Because that's not true. I don't no. know that for sure. And I have to say, we're not planning to. That's not the thing. But this, you know, we're, we're doing our best. So I think I think that's the best way to be because I think, yeah, I think if you make these promises, then that's going to hurt more if it doesn't, mm. if it doesn't um, work out. So what are your goals then for this year? We haven't talked about that for a while. You're looking at me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're involving you in the conversation. Oh, I just, just, my next breath is all I can think about, really. <laughs> I want to talk to you, because we're in this theme of um, midlife stuff. You have been on tour with a band. I haven't been on tour with them. I just, when I was dying of COVID, I thought I never want to miss another Half Man, Half Biscuit gig. You've got previous, like, I think you're a completist, right? You're a completist. Okay. Because you've written a whole book called... The card, the card about an entire football season. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, hopefully this will be the third book. So we, you sport Chester and you went to see every single Chester match for the whole season. The whole which season. I think we can all agree is insane. Then I wrote another book about watching televised sport for an entire year. Yeah. So I'm hoping to complete the Obsession trilogy. 
with a full year of following this band. Beautiful. They only do about 12 gigs a year, but uh, and, and what can all you give, in the north. Can you give us a flavour about what their music is like? What, 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 oh, what, it's what? just that vicious satire about middle-class wankers, essentially. Oh, yeah. sounds right. People, right. Go, Where do you go? Is it people go temping bowling after work. Okay, right. Okay, so it's, it's humorous. Yeah, it is humorous, but also pretty vicious. I mean, the latest album is... Some of it's pretty heartbreaking when he... When he uh, so his tongue out of his cheek, I think, is one of the most potent songwriters we have. Mm. There's an incredible song about uh, dementia that's, that's can make Ouch. you weep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would and be. just about how he's happy living on the Wirral. Mm. Ob- oblong of dreams. Uh, yeah, I just thought I'd just go and keep going to all their gigs because it's... Um, it's the two hours of the month that I, I actually find myself smiling. That's, I mean, that's, 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 it. that's happy and sad at the same time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're fucking some blokes off Tinder. Yeah, <laughs> we, all have our, we all have our hobbies, don't yeah, we? I'm driving to fucking Nottingham to grin for two hours. Yeah, well, I went to Manchester, but that's a different thing. <laughs> oh, I took the desperate. train. I took the train. <laughs> yeah, and you were grinning at both ends. By oh, the end of it. a lovely time in Manchester. Anyway, mm. that's for another time. But you're finding the joy. You're, you're going right. I'm going to fully commit well, to this. Yeah, I'm, not, I think I'm not just going to get a one gig. A crisis would be sat on my ass on a Friday night watching fucking Monty Don or something, waiting to die. Playing video games on the internet. <laughs> that, that, that would be a crisis, yeah. Let having a Twitch stream. Fucking hell. So, so Ellie, Ellie has not only you know touched, completed many things in life, but now Assassin's Creed. A fucking yeah, a fucking complete Assassin's Creed Valhalla, wow. ninety-seven hours. Fuck that, yeah! Wow. I mean, that 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 is a crisis. That's a marathon that's right a, there. That's a medical that's probably, crisis. I, I've, I've spent about four times that amount on dating apps. What have I got? Well, thankfully, no diseases. Chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> So I was so relieved. I was so oh, relieved not to have any oh. any STIs. I was so. And my mother, who listens to the podcast, is probably relieved that we've got clean, relieved. clean bill of health. I We're did text Ellie. I didn't let you touch that orange juice of mine earlier. I, I wasn't Can drinking. I taste that? No, <laughs> I wasn't drinking with my vagina. Well, Jesus Christ! I don't know where your mouth's been. <laughs> I do. I do know where your mouth's been. <laughs> and Giuseppe's fucking schlong. Oh, <laughs> Giuseppe was lovely. He was very nice. Um, I only saw him three times, but and uh, what was going to say? Um, I wonder how long. Mouth. Us again. <laughs> I don't know how long we're going to keep shagging people for multiple shagging. Yeah, but I mean, we love to hear about it. Yeah, every day. Can't get enough. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I like to Just live vicariously. Well, look, you know, we've had, we've. Had, I feel like we've. I feel, I feel, some I feel like it's been like a weird yeah. therapy session. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. 
I'm actually crying. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we have some scummy mummy confessions? Look, I'm sort of. Ash- I've never been this ashamed and proud of anything in my whole life. Mm. But um, my midlife crisis, as I say, has manifested. My, my marriage is actually all right. It's actually. Yeah, yeah. We're actually it's, really it's, happy. It's, I really like your husband. Currently, currently. he's a really good. He's, yeah, your current husband. The is current excellent. husband is is excellent. It seems to be going quite well we've had mm. a lot of chats it's all it's all good you're um, always at it I'm, I'm always hearing about you again you, you, you broke your bra up, yeah. the other day Brett apparently anyway <laughs> um so i've obviously had to then have a midlife crisis in a sort of more personal yes. individual way come on and what i've done is i've bought a it. car i've bought a car I've, and to be clear i've never owned my own car i've always just driven pete's car yeah um because i only learned to drive when i was at 34 and uh, I was like, I'm going to buy a car. And the car I've bought, I'm just going to say it, is a Porsche. Now, she's, she's just, bought a Porsche, people. <laughs> she, bought, she bought a Porsche. I bought a Porsche. And I'm so proud and excited. And yeah. I'm also. You worked hard. That's your money. What did my dad say when I told my dad I bought a Porsche? You wanker. He literally called me a wanker for about it's five a minutes. Wanker's car. It's a wanker's no, car. It's no, it's a wanker's car. He yeah. was. He. he, he he wasn't as as excited as you were. No. Uh, he does not share that. But it was... I knew he would be like that, though, which is I why know. I deliberately told him when you were there yeah. so that you could enjoy it and we could laugh at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The car is 20 years old. It wasn't yeah. actually that expensive. It was really not. It's a Porsche Boxster and it's, it is convertible. Mm. It's got a little... You press the button, the roof it's goes back. That. And I love it so much. I, I really love it. I really like it. It's just it's just a lovely get about little two seater car. Yes, which I love. It, that you have to choose <laughs> two seats. Choose who you have to drive the car with. So I yeah. had to go. Choose your favourite child. Child, yeah. Well, the Charlie. little child can't even go in it because He's it's dangerous with the airbag. He's not tall oh, enough. Right. Oh. So uh, I can only take not in then. No, um, the tall child or Put the little one in the boot. Love it, and my lovely friend Peter, who I bought it off, um, has looked after it beautifully. So it's got butterscotch leather interior. Mm. I, I do feel like Alan Partridge when I'm yeah. driving it, driving but I've gloves. just embraced it. I haven't. I want. I genuinely want driving gloves. It's got leather steering wheel. I put Fleetwood Mac on, and I just. It's I your happy place. Yeah. It's, I'm really. But also, we've you, you, you you worked. Work for. I, I can park it. Most of the time. Most of the time. Sometimes it's just easier if Pete does it. Yeah, it's easier. And and he goes. I have a scummy mummy confession in my book I talk about how I bought a very small dress for my wedding and I shrunk myself and changed myself for my wedding day Uh, and then I'm going to have a divorce party this year what did I do I bought a dress uh, two sizes too smaller and uh, I thought no I can get I can get smaller but I didn't read the Italian sizing so I didn't buy a size 12 I bought a size 10 and there is no fucking way I'm going to get into it but I can't return it because I'm t- being too proud so I think I might have to go to a seamstress to let it out <laughs> uh, but that's okay um, but I don't know if that's being vain or, or what it was but it was the only size left and it was a white dress and I thought for my divorce party I'd wear a white frock because I didn't wear a white frock for my wedding and I but yeah. do you not feel that is that not does it not feel like the wheel has come full circle? I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, but I, I'm. But you've just talked about something that's made that you feel slightly uncomfortable mm. about, and this is what I'm saying as well. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just copying you. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not. I, I, yeah, it's, it's a weird. Are the reasons you wanted to fit into the wedding dress that was too small the same as the reasons you want to fit into this dress, or are they different? Yeah, I feel really... Because it's not... It's just pleasing myself. 
it's not pleasing Will or, or I don't know I don't know it's funny because like when I when I bumped in or had dates with lovers I haven't seen for like six months <laughs> this lovers. is a really this is a really funny confession like one of them said oh my god you're so tiny he said but your your boobs have really shrunk I was like yeah he said he said to me you know you can um, you know get them enlarged I said fuck oh, you. off I'm fucking twice. Oh my god! Yeah, and I was like, like, like it was like, yeah, but you know, you just like you go to the shops and buy a new set of boobs. I was like, I'm a massive surgical procedure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the weird thing about losing weight is that it never comes off where you want it to. I was like, if it could just come off the top of my arms and my legs, I mean, my cock has halved in size since I lost. Has it? Has it? I'm so sorry about (laughs) that. Anything is bigger and stronger. Corona gives you cock rot. Everyone knows that. What's cock rot? Is that floppy dick? What's Why are you laughing? I'm just asking you a question. It's a generic term, I think, for just having a shit. No, I'm snorting. Good. I'm glad you're snorting. What is cock rot? Got a bit of cock rot. It's just a generic term. You can hear the genuine tone. It's not a medical term, I don't think. Well, there are, but there's foot rot, and now you've saying cock rot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, imagine that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the clues are all there. Oh, dear. So what are you going to do about this dress, then? Are you going to send it back? What's the plan? I think, yeah. I don't know, because I, I physically don't think I could be a size 10. I think I, I, I can't... I was a... Maybe I can't... Well, you maybe you can, but maybe you don't need to. Well, like, no. What does it For mean? And, and who cares? Let's yeah. be honest... To be honest, who cares apart from you? Like, no, you look wicked. Everyone yeah. tells you all day you look amazing. You do look amazing. It's brilliant. Yeah. But I thought, you, I thought you looked amazing before anyway. And also, I, I banged really hot people yeah. uh, when I was 25 kilos heavier. And I, I, I actually don't feel sexier. I just feel fitter and healthier. And I spring out of mm. bed which before I would like go, huh, everything was harder when I was, obviously when I was carrying three or four stone more, it just was, mm. but it didn't make me feel less funny or smart exactly. or it, all the actual stuff that, or, or better mum or all the things that I, it's just made me, you know, faster, at, but it's fucking expensive when you lose weight, as you found out, to well, buy all the fucking new fucking clothes. Quid. Yeah, well, I've, d- I've discovered it. I've discovered a load of old clothes that now fit me. Oh, that's nice. That's save a few quid. But I mean, is it weird that I'm going to try... Oh, I was going to try my wedding dress. Is that too weird? Or should, should I just throw it out? Oh, do you... What, do, what, what, sounds what, depraved. What, what for? That's not a... Something from a horror criticism. film. That's a question. What, what for? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see how I, I feel in it. Because I was like, oh, that was a thing. Off you pop, go and pop upstairs and put... Pop it on, yeah. You give us a 12. You, yeah. Give us a 12. I want to dye it black. Because I love, I love that, wow. I love that whole thing about. In some cultures, they get their wedding dress and dye it black, and it's a mourning thing. I'm like, oh, maybe I do that. But I do, I do. I, it, it, it does sit uncomfortably sometimes when people keep going, oh, you look amazing, you look amazing, amazing, and 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 sound surprised. I'm thinking, but what they're saying is you used to look rough. That's that's the thing, and it's a weird, it's a weird. I find that to witness. Yeah, I find that uncomfortable. Yeah, because. 
Because as I say, I genuinely, and I see you pretty much every day, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like a gradual thing. It's like you don't know your children growing. I sort of haven't yeah, noticed yeah, yeah, you yeah, of course, yeah. getting bigger or smaller because you're yeah. just Helen and yeah. you're my mate and you make me laugh all the time. And that's what, mm. what I love about you has always been there. And it does. Yeah, so yeah, I has... find it disconcerting. Yeah. Um, and people sound surprised when they, and it doesn't come from a bad place. I'm, I'm sure not, but the, it is weird when you change shape and then people are just going, fuck, you look great. Mm. And you go, but you didn't say that to me, you know, um, three and a half stone mm. or four stone ago. And then what we, what, what did you really think of me before? Mm. And so that's a, that's a hard thing. Mm. Or, and I get sometimes people going, you look really healthy. And again, it's sort of, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. it's not. You're no it's, longer fat. <laughs> That's my next book. No longer fat. Well, yeah, I had that because um, I, I didn't because the kids' football like it didn't happen for six months. I came back having been running like a twat, and then was like, "What happened?" People thought I had cancer. <laughs> what went it's wrong? Like, well, I just didn't fucking you know didn't go out drinking and trotted around a field a couple of times a week. <laughs> that's that's what happened. People like, yeah. are you are you okay? Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually better. Yeah. I think what they were, were saying is. Christ, you used to be a fat cunt, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. But it's okay to say it retrospectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But is there some kind of taboo about saying it? It's never the, the other way, and everyone ever goes, oh, you've put on weight, haven't you? Yeah, it's just a fact. But when you say, oh, you've grown, you're tall, that's just a fact. Um, I you're allowed to say that. I had. Um, so you're allowed to mention things in that way, mm. but not that way. I'm moving my hands yeah, yeah, yeah. horizontally yeah. and the other way. Yeah, yeah I've, that's I've, right. I've, I've got mates who will say, fucking hell, state of you, you fat cunt. And I'll yeah. take it on board and go, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right, yeah. I'm not at all get offended. Not not remotely offended. You're just yeah. stating, stating a fact. But my favourite, just about me, is very often people will go, oh, my God, Helen, you look amazing. And then they'll turn to me and go, and obviously you, like, look amazing. <laughs> I know. I've, see, I, that's when I get really protective of you as my friend because I love you. And I'm like, no, but, ah, I don't I even don't know what care. to say. I, ju- I, I find it weird but because... it's disingenuous. It's like, oh, You look amazing. Oh, just... Hi, Ellie. <laughs> But I'm like, is it because I've always been this way, or is it? But then I'm like, and then I'm, but also I'm more offended by like, do you think I need to hear that? Do you yeah. think I'm the kind of person mm. who, if you're saying compliment to my friend, I need to have one as well? Yeah, yeah. because it's about it's being like I've been given the bag of Haribo. Yeah. I don't need it. I'm no. just like I'm, I'm. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> so. But I must say, like, I yeah, I was the same weight for many, 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 many years. And I probably could have lost weight, but then I was just in a better place. Just like eating. Yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't have a problem with it. But um, when I made that decision to do it, I knew it was going to take a long time and I've done it really, 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 really slowly. I think really what you've done, though, is changed your lifestyle. So yeah. you haven't, like, you know... We used to just like, be in the van and you would eat a packet of licorice all sorts. You know what I mean, you just oh, don't do that Oh, in one anymore. go. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's exactly. just shit like that. You yeah. know, we still go out for lovely lunches. And yeah, have there's a lot less pints. monster munch in the van these yeah. days. Yeah, no, which I'll just is a, cut. Which is a shame. Yeah, I don't like a snack. But, but I know, I know, I can't, I can't have... I can't have one licorice all sorts. I will eat the entire packet. So I can't do that. Uh, yeah, and it's not like I'm not going to eat licorice or sorts. I just know uh, I can't do that anymore. Even the weird, the weird <laughs> and also, I feel ones. shit afterwards. I feel really weird and gluggy and all that sort of stuff. And that's just been about, you know, uh, what's it called? Thinking about that. Yeah, and I like feeling good. I like feeling healthy and I like feeling like I can go for a run. But mm. I still have big blowouts and smoke fangs <laughs> and drink wine. Well, you tried to smoke fangs. I tried to smoke fangs, but then it yeah, the failed miserably. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, Steve, do you have a scummy mummy confession? Not nothing amazing. No, um, I mean my son did have a day off school when the new Fortnite season came out, <laughs> and a, a letter came from the school going, "Dear parent, state your child's name and reason for absence." So basically, fucking Fortnite Monday, half the school got Fortnite flu. Came as they like, mate, you're already on the game. You don't need the fake cough. I was like, who are you playing with? Oh, yeah, Gilby, here on the headphones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You little shits. I think they, they've learned on TikTok how to make themselves vomit on a Sunday night. Oh, God. To get a fucking free day of Fortnite. Yeah. Oh. Little pricks. Little pricks. Oh, yeah, it's incredibly it's, it's devious. Gonna, it's, it's funny because Hugo was really into Fortnite and he still plays a bit. But he's got back into Lego, which is an absolute fucking delight. And you just, can't tread on Fortnite and hurt no. your foot. No, no, that's true. Um, well, there we go. That's that is that's we've 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 had a midlife crisis. I feel like we've. I, feel, I think we have. So I feel much. worse. I feel much worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I'm yes. driving a van. Fucking hell. Uh, honestly, the, the stage, the comedy show that we do is much jollier than this, isn't it, Helen? You can come and see it. Yes, we can. We are going up and down the country. Cambridge, we've got a new um, bath date. We're hoping to come to Bristol. We're going to Horsham. We are going to the Sausage and Cider Festival in June. Uh, and hopefully Edinburgh dates will be announced very soon. Hopefully they'll be out already while this podcast, mm. podcast goes out. Uh, we've got a shop if you if you like that sort of thing. Anyway, nobody, go to Scummy likes our shop. Scummy really. likes nobody likes shop. Yeah, uh, scummymummies.com for all the things. Stephen, have you got anything you want to plug? Uh, well, I've got an article in the Guardian about my midlife crisis of that. Uh, watching the fucking band that I've been watching for 30 years. Thank you very much, Steve Hill, for yeah, being you. an excellent guest. Again. Again. 17 in a row. Good time. Jesse fucking McCulloch, where are you now? <laughs> <laughs> Until winning. next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>